0: The following podcast has been approved for restricted audiences only. It may contain adult themes, expletive language, sexual content, and some graphic nudity. Cut to and its producers must insist that no one takes this podcast or its content seriously. So sit
1: back, grab a drink, and cut to
0: the podcast. Woo! <laughs>
1: episode All right. two. Already, already, episode two. Listen. Cheers to that, buddy. Whoa! <laughs> oh, you're not even cracked. You're not even cracked. Ah, uh, I was, I was, I was cracked oh. all week. <laughs> From the field.
2: Although for good reason. For good reason. Which, which is the story behind this fucking awesome getup.
1: Yeah, which... geez, that's
2: some, uh, that is some attire. Tell me about that. Yeah. You know, I, I was born in the 80s, and I've, I've just transported back to it. Or, um, as, as you liked the phrase earlier, it's like someone's eaten all the Teletubbies and then just fucking throwing them up all over me. Uh, so, the story is, it has been my second year, second year anniversary. Myself and my lovely wife. Congratulations. Thank you, I can just imagine the applause just now getting through two years um with me that is so two years is cotton if you're doing the kind of traditional gift type thing i don't i don't know what these things are i am reminded by everyone in my life the agreement was in the first year that one of us would create a an experience for us and the other one would have a gift right so each year we kind of hot swap which one's doing the gift and which one's doing the experience, and of course, I get the 2020 COVID lockdown experience, which really (laughs) limited the goddamn options. Uh, Last year, we went to see Martin Short and Steve Martin live in concert. But I always find it odd to cut to someone who's not talking, who'd be talking into camera. But you know, you've
1: always struggled. Remember when you struggled with the talkies?
2: That was like, Mm. that was just as COVID was kicking off. Surprise, surprise! It was the last biggest event that we were allowed to go to. One, two, three. The experience this year was tie-dying our own hoodies, and this is what this is what I ended up with.
1: Nice. This is my own nice.
2: self tie-dyed hoodie, rocking the 80s look.
1: <clears throat> very nice, very nice. No, I like it. it. It you should wear you should wear more. I mean, it looks like you've been on an acid trip, but um, you should you know. <laughs> you should, you should stay, keep I it wish. it's nice that's a lockdown experience we should all uh we should all
2: i think we <laughs> yeah. definitely expand our minds towards new possibilities if we had a collective uh you know national acid trip um, i think it would Acid. Melt my I, mind. I have never i have never partaken in acid it uh i think that's that's one of those ones that may uh may put the fear of god in you. you know? <laughs> who knows who created that whereas we all know that god created certain drugs and other drugs man created. And they're the ones that I don't trust. Like alcohol. Technically god created that. Have you seen drunk elephants before? No. Dude, elephants get drunk and they fucking love it. As as <laughs> do uh, primates as well. We're obviously gonna be cutting that in just now because this is obviously a video-first podcast. So, <laughs> so anywho, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? That's, that's essentially what I've been up to all week.
1: Well, I've I've finally got my, my monitor back. Um, that was uh, that was yes. a blessing. That came back. That came back today. So my my office space is actually looking like how I intended it to be, as opposed to to last week. I found this jacket, which <laughs> I'm wearing just now, which is a legitimate Coca-Cola bomber jacket. And the reason I have it is because I stole it off my mum. My mum used to be a rep for Coca-Cola back in the the 1900s or um, 90s, and. Um, <laughs> she had this she had this jacket just she had she had this jacket stored up and it's sick it fits me fits me like a glove it's really nice it's padded it's like you know i don't know if i can even it's got like coca cola embroidered on the back super you know it's like with vintage clothing it's like they're just they're such high quality that you don't get anymore i think that's why they last like so long and i also i also i also got my uh my Vision Express glasses. Beautiful girl. I say beautiful, she's wearing a mask, I can only see her eyes, but her, her personality just vibrated through her mask and I just, I instantly felt <laughs> at, at ease. She's like, hi, hi, you must be Martin, you must be Martin. Come with me. let me just take your details, that's lovely, that's great, I'll save it. And then she sat me down, took all the details, it was super pleasant. So she passed me on to this other oh, beautiful...
2: Put them on and, and do a reveal, like a like a kind of turn on the on the catwalk kind of reveal. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Not sponsored by Coca Cola at all.
1: Okay, you ready for this?
2: Ready, ladies? Dude.
1: Ooh,
2: dude! <laughs> My first thoughts. My first thoughts is Hunter S. Thompson.
1: I don't know who that is. All
0: right, here's here's his daily routine. 3 p.m. Rise. 3:05. Shiva's Regal with morning papers. <laughs> Smokes Dunhills. 345. Cocaine. 430.
2: Cocaine. 454. Cocaine. 505. Cocaine. 511. Coffee. Dunhills. Smoking grass. Take the edge off today 9 p.m. Start smoking cocaine seriously. <laughs> 10 p.m. Drops acid. 11, wow. 11 p.m. Chartreuse. I don't know what that is. Cocaine and grass. 11 Cocaine. Etc. Cetera, et cetera. 12. Midnight. Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. Uh, he he basically founded like founded if that's if that's the, the term but it's essentially journalism where you embed yourself in the story so you don't become the well you kind of become the story but you immerse yourself in that story so you can fully tell it from the inside out and he was kind of the pioneer of gonzo journalism the fear and loathing in las vegas have you seen that film or the book no
0: <laughs> no. Suddenly, there was a terrible roar all around us. And the sky was full of what looked like huge bats, all swooping and screeching and diving around the car. And a voice was screaming, Woody, Holy Jesus, where are these goddamn animals? animals. Hoot! 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 Oh! Say something? Hmm? Never mind. It's your turn to drive. No point mentioning these bats, I thought.
2: Shall we get to the first segment? Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Second episode. Let's cut two, two. you're gonna have a time cutting that, then. <laughs> Who says I'm cutting it down? It is now a two-hour epic.
1: Cut two. <laughs> I'm late to that
2: cut two already. Ah, too many beers down. Oh, let me, let me just segue this. Let me segue this because as you crack open a beer and I take a sip, one of the questions. I, um, I, (laughs) not, it wasn't even a question. It was more of a comment. Someone said, Finn, is this just an excuse for you to get drunk with one of your mates? And I immediately said, yes, who needs an excuse? It's lockdown. Even prior to lockdown, why does one need an excuse to do such a thing? It's what we do. We catch up for a beer and chat shit. So we've just... Digitized it and put it
1: online. I was saying that I, I was saying that to my barber today. He was like, "So, like, what made you start the podcast?" And it wasn't like, "Oh, well, we, we need like a creative outlet." I was like, "Mate, if we didn't have this podcast, I'd be sitting here drinking beer by myself. We might as well fucking film that shit. Like, that is that is what we're doing here. <laughs>
0: either,
1: you see that? Yeah. If I'm gonna pile on beer weight, then I might as well fucking make some content out of it. Do you know what I mean? I I haven't endeavoured to to get the um. The manly
2: pecs that I mentioned last. Episode. Sorry, you said so you've, got, you've, got that, year. you've got a year. You've got a year.
1: You said tune in next uh, yeah, year. Yeah, so but I've been so saying I've
2: been saying that for a decade, so I can't continue <laughs> to use that excuse. Uh, but that is that is to come. That is to go. So, so, so you know, go to, go to cut 2com and uh, and we'll keep you up to date with with Finn's um, ambitions to
0: mix it up.
1: Bucky, bucky, bucky. I want you to mix it up for me first this week. What, what do you got to Alright, so surprise, surprise, it's another beautiful girl, but this is amazing, like this. So there's this artist called Nikki, N-I-K-I, K-I, N-I-K-I. That's difficult spelling. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was. Yeah, it's very. You know, um, it's not quite Nicky Sturgeon, but Nicky. So Nicky is uh, an artist. She's been around for a while, and uh, she is quite big. She, she like I just never heard of her. So a lot of people might be thinking, Ah, they've listening to her for five years. Well, well, fuck you. I just found out about her. Okay, so <clears throat> I was on YouTube as I was, like, as you as you do, like four in the morning, and I found this uh, forty minute. Video and it's called Nikki Presents Moonchild Experience, right? Basically, what it is, Moonchild is Nikki's new album, and the album is split into three acts. And I'm not going to go into the, you know, I'm not going to tear it apart and explain what it's about because I have fucking no idea. I, it was at two in the morning. I just watched it. I loved it. It's all real vocals, which is, you know, it's not all, it's not tink- tinkered with or anything like that. And it was just—it was—I was totally engrossed, and and it's this amazing performance that she just plays from from start to finish, and she goes through the whole album, and she's dancing, she's you're, got you're, dancers. You're just, you're
2: just teasing!
1: You're just teasing me now! You're just teasing! It's and are teasing it's, the audience.
2: Let's let's cut two! Let's cut right. two! This is why we call it cut two. <laughs> cut two. <laughs>
0: She's taking over She's making me want body closer Having a little trouble staying sober And she's got us all under her trance Oh, she's elusive She only rises with the music And all of my dreams are grown lucid Wow! First,
2: first things first. uh, It's it was uh, quite, quite the um, like pretty, pretty creepy kind of backup dancers. That was
1: Japanese like horror film esque. I think like from a production aspect, is really cool because every every individual song is shot in one take or more or less in one take and some songs are back to back like one take um so like it's super engaging it's like you're kind of like with it which i really i think that's what kind of drew me into it but watch the whole thing that's obviously like a very red moody song but the the set is beautiful it's like this alice in wonderland kind of vibe and, and you're kind of taken all the way through it and you've got these creepy dances coming in it's it's like 40 minutes i i i came out of it and i was like holy shit that's amazing, she's super talented. The music really resonates with like what you're, you're seeing. I was watching it from bed, so it was, it was amazing. So check out if you get the chance. It's very cool technically and artistically. I dig it. Now that, that's the kind of performance that
2: in the near future is gonna be more of a, an at-home experience given, you know, e- either VR or AR, you know, augmented, it interacts with your world. Virtual, there is no your world, you're totally in it. There's there's the short difference of it. Um, but that that kind of thing, like you could totally see that, you being immersed in that, not in a 2D kind of, you know, yeah. screen type experience. Sweet, man. Nice, nice introduction. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And right.
1: what have you got for me? You need to yeah, mix it up. <laughs> mix it up, boy. Right. So in total juxtaposition to
2: that, let me introduce you to the wonders, the wonders of Mark Rebele. I think it's pronounced Rebele. Have you ever heard <laughs> of this dude? No. Right. So, so um, he is a musician who uh, creates music on the fly like it is... Um, it's completely uh, unplanned performances. <clears throat> he just makes shit up. What's what's the term? It's um, there is a very good term for it. Have you frozen, Mung? <laughs> improv, improv <laughs> is the term. So right. it's not all of his stuff is improvised. I don't know but all the stuff that I've seen is improvised so without further ado I turned a damn camera on I don't have a plan I turned the damn camera on I don't have a
0: plan I turned the damn camera on I don't have a plan I turned the damn camera on I don't have a plan think I got a plan? I don't have a damn plan. You think I got a plan? Yo, there's no damn plan. We're all walking around without a damn plan. You can't have a plan if you want to fuck some shit up, yeah. Get the fuck out, baby. No plan on it. I'm doing shit, baby. <laughs> cooking in the oven. Got it. Baby, get the bacon. Get the temperature higher and higher until you're burning inside. I said it. Skillet on the damn grill and I'm cooking, bitch. Put the skillet on the grill grilled and you're cooking bitch I get ingredients I line them up I see what I can do with the damn ingredients there's no plan ah. I said no damn plan
2: that that is my mix it up for this week I love I love the between our, our mix mix it up like last week was good too I've got a
1: belter yeah. for next. Like I wish I was a bit more prepared this week, but like next week, I've got an absolute <laughs> belter for you. I've got a, a proper show and tell experience as well. Um, Not just so stay me. Tuned. But all stay the, all all for the next folks next at home. All yeah, the folks yeah. at
2: home. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And sign up to updates right. at at 2com
2: what, what do we got next? What do we got next?
0: News to me.
2: I've got some pretty pretty interesting interesting news this isn't new news this is old news right and this is this is a bit of a a mix of news have you ever heard of preparing for emergencies way back in 2004 this was a campaign right from the home office and this was uh, in the wake of several major disasters so In what we're living with today, I was not aware of this preparing for emergencies. So have you heard of preppers or the prepper communities or prepping for disasters? Like these are terms that are very big in the States and uh, any kind of survivalists, they will always have a bug out bag or a go bag. And it could be a day bag. It could be a three day bag. It could be a week bag. And it's a bag that you grab that is already packed with everything that you need for survival. And interestingly, this was off the back of this. Well, actually slightly ahead of it. It was at least released in 2013, but check out these kids. I came across Cumbria.gov.uk. Describing what you need to have in terms of a clear plan presented by two amazing, amazing kids.
0: Have you ever wondered what you and your family would do in an emergency? Especially if it meant having to leave your home? It could be a flood, snow, storm, or fire. Anything that could put you or your home at risk. Would you know what to do? Do you have a clear plan? Do you even know if your home could be at risk? Here's our simple guide to making sure you're prepared. First always check the radio, television, social media or internet. Yeah, what how, how
1: the fuck do they look like 10, 10 and 43 and at the same time? area
0: and set them as radio presets or internet <laughs> favorites. Next, make a list of meaningful numbers. <laughs> That's really why they were chosen. Important phone numbers. They appeal and a to, to a broad demographic and carry this at all times. time. There Useful information like birth on, certificates, class passports, above flood medication levels in a numbers, box.
2: insurance documents, You bank might also now. want
0: to take these with you. So keep them in one place. Yes. Make a list of things you need to grab. Ideally, have an emergency bag prepared. They're, They're preppers. Food, These kids are preppers. Water, I
1: can already tell her name's Karen. You get the
2: idea. Now, what what I like about this is that it's it's a it's a clear plan. Like, so an an obvious thing that families should prepare for is a house fire, right? Because fires do happen. And here's a story, I know what installations of fire alarms and it said legislation changing, act now. And I ever it of every home needs to have um, integrated fire alarms. And I was like, you know I, mean? I, don't, even I was like, don't even have smoke alarms. And I was like Margaret, seriously? I smoke alarms, went around, masked, gloved, and installed them during the pandemic for they- it. First- I know I, I seem like a total preacher on, on our on our goddamn podcast. It's like, shut the fuck up, Ben. Give us some entertainment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like I've just been lectured for like the last like
2: five, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah! But honestly, dude, people need to have a plan and these kids get it, these 40-year-old children get it. I'm obviously gonna cut this down to like a minute of me. I might just hard cut it of being like, prep, plan, fire. Smoke
1: alarm. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> Good luck, mate. Trust me. I have cut this shit. It is hard. <laughs> it is hard. So, Good so, luck. so
2: so there yeah, there's there's some there's some info on you. Um I would I would consider that you think about what you would do in in a scenario where you need to one of the best things to actually do is to not leave. Is just Hello, darkness my
0: old friend. I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still remains
2: So there we have it. I'm gonna have fun cutting that into something entertaining.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, big time. <sighs>
2: uh,
1: I don't In have news, uh, <clears throat> But I don't have I don't have any news, that's a fucking thing. Um So do you not have a news to me? No, not really. You could bring up
2: you could you could bring up preppers now that I've I've dropped the news to you.
1: I could bring up what? Preppers. Preppers? What's that?
2: That's what they call them, preppers, prepping for survival. Oh, pretty alright, oh, you
1: can see.
0: Preppers. Hey, no. I... I hope
2: I hope you watch this, I hope you watch this podcast back and they are like, "Oh, right, preppers got it. Yeah, 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 thanks, Finn." <laughs> I really learned uh, something. I was I was paying attention, I promise, I promise. I spoke long enough to, to turn a segment. So we'll just cut you in at the end just saying like, "I've been in a bubble." Perfect.
1: Check one, check two. So, if you love feel good music, whether that be pop or funk or disco, because those are, let's be honest, the best feel good types of music, um, boy, have I got the space. In the internet for you. It's dubbed the sunniest space on the internet and it's called Poolside FM. Poolside.fm. It's been around since 2014 and I have used it religiously since then. Uh, it was created by Marty Bell and a couple of other um, people to help bring it together, but Marty Bell is essentially the serial entrepreneur from Inverness. Um, He he co-created the brand TENS, which I'm a big fan of, TENS Sunglasses. They market them essentially as Instagram filters for your eyes. And it's got all these little widgets and little gadgets. It totally fits the vibe. It pulls all these really great feel-good tracks every day and it puts it into this uh, continuous radio station. On the website, it has like an endless stream of content from the 80s, 90s, like Baywatch type vibes, you know, really cool out there um, adverts that are just so old now, but it's just, it's like a whole nostalgia trip. Um, So Poolside FM is an amazing, see if you just, don't want, you don't know what you want to listen to but you want to listen to something you just open up poolside press play and then your your troubles are gone you can carry on working you can carry on doing what you want to do
2: right that was that was sweet dude that that was good that was a good check one check two and i agree i agree everyone should download that app be a, be a huge supporter of that my check one two is literally sitting behind camera right now now i know that there are a lot of people out there
1: who love hot sauce Right, Martin. Do you love hot sauce? Uh, I, I recently moved from a Nando's medium to a Nando's hot, so I don't know if that makes me qualified, but um,
2: that's quite a big leap for me. Martin, Martin, Martin. Literally, panties are dropping all around the country right now. Just just <laughs> as you said that, I can only assume, in every Nando's Ooh. restaurant, like there. <laughs> Anywho, so. I have office hot sauce. <laughs> now I have office hot sauce because although my home office isn't far from the kitchen, it's far enough to warrant having office hot sauce. And in all honesty, I also have <laughs> bedside hot sauce
1: <laughs> next. What? Like, do you take like a swally of it or like, how does it work?
2: Get, you know how alcoholics alcoholics hide booze around like places like you know in the toilet cistern or like I don't know
1: like in places. Yeah, but do you that's, like do you drink it, you it or do you put it on stuff?
2: <laughs> do I drink it? I put it on stuff, but I'm just like I put it like, on, oh, why so is it so it much, much dude? Like I don't need it because I don't eat in bed all the time, but sometimes sometimes like lazy Sundays <laughs> oh, or like right. hungover Mondays, you know what I mean? Yeah, e- easy. You're a man, you're a man who appreciates easy access. (laughs) Uh, So, my favorite for the last, gosh. um, I don't know how long, man, like years now. Frank's Red Hot. Now, if you like hot sauce and you're looking for an everyday hot sauce, then Frank's Red Hot is the hot sauce for you. This is your everyday sauce right here.
1: Nice. That's nice. it,
2: dude. Like I don't have like huge selections of hot sauce or anything. I find the hot sauce that I like and then when I get tired of it, I find another one that I like. So I'm a lover of hot sauce, but like I'm not a I'm not a hot sauce slut. Do you know what I mean? Like I <laughs> I'm I'm more monogamous with my hot sauce. I don't I don't sleep around with all the hot sauce, you know? I just find the hot it's sauce like I
1: love, then I make sweet passionate love to it for years. I still think we should do a hot sauce challenge. I think that would be really fun. We have spoken
2: about challenges. I mean, if people want us to fucking challenge shit, then they know what to do. Go to -to cut-2.com, sign up for the newsletter, reply to us, hit us up on social. We are on all the social media channels that anyone is really on. I'm sure there's some weird ones out there that we're not on. Um, And if we're not on there, then, you know, start a profile for us represent us on those weird social media channels but keep it classy yeah make a cut to tinder <laughs> why well, you get to date both of us that would be fucking amazing <laughs> i mean I, I am married so it would have to be a friendly relationship i'm looking for friendship we're looking for a guest <laughs> for a podcast do you meet the bill ma i i just want to watch i just want to watch Martin, martin's the one looking looking for <laughs> you can a lady umpire. friend i just want to watch <laughs> yeah 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 my wife needs to be there too though um so <laughs> let's let's move on and this is a great segue to couples therapy shall i kick it off because um because this is this is something that i i never had even thought about, never thought I would experience, because you don't know what you don't know, you know, the unknown unknowns, right? Um, and I'd never personally experienced it until a uh, a quite toxic uh, relationship that I had, a professional relationship that I had, um, resulted in very much a textbook case of anxiety, which presented itself in um, what I would describe as fear and not wanting to deal with even the most basic things of day-to-day life, like getting out of bed would give me the fear. And therefore, staying in bed was a much better option than getting out of bed. And yet, getting out of bed is what I needed to do. And once I was out of bed, even doing that next step would give me, uh, like, like like butterflies, but worse than butterflies. Like, you know, I, I I've got no problem with public speaking, even before this this occasion. No issue with. Going out, you know, as as you know, like I've got no issues in in being flamboyant and being myself and speaking my mind. And I had never, ever felt like I couldn't be who I was and I couldn't control it. You know, it was just forced upon me. But I couldn't even I couldn't even diagnose myself because I didn't know that that's what it was. Mm But now I know, I know what anxiety is like and it's taken me years to um, to work through that. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's that's what I wanted to, to chat about. And that's
1: kind of the backstory.
2: What's mm. what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, uh, anxiety is uh, like I, I've been quite until this year, I've been pretty like clear of any kind of um, mental health issues. However, I have been, like you said, around a lot of people who have suffered greatly from mental health issues. And anxiety was one that my, someone close to me back when I was, you know, in school, school years, she, um, she had really bad anxiety. I'm not too, I was like, and I was quite young, like at that point, so I didn't really know like how to kind of deal with that, but it was like to the point Mm. where like she didn't want to go, she didn't want to leave the house. She, like in social situations, she would just like, like freeze up and like want to leave. And I, I, yeah, like I've seen what it does to people in extreme Circumstances, but um, yeah, it's just something I like. I can't really give advice on how to manage it other than just to breathe. There's an amazing app that I've used when I felt anxious, not having anxiety attacks or anything like that. But it's called Cam, I think, Um, Mm -hmm. and it's essentially like a, a meditation app. Um, and I've used it a couple of times and it's, it's honestly done wonders. There's this uh, guy who basically talks you through breathing exercises, there's nice music. It does wonders for those really anxious moments that I think a lot of people will be having this year. I feel like mental health this year has been like a... You know, mental health I feel like is talked about a lot. Everyone says it's not talked about enough. I do feel like it is talked a lot these days. But this year, maybe not so much. And I feel like everybody's been dealing with some kind of mental health issue. So I'm glad we're kind of bringing this up and talking about it. In our first episode,
2: you know, I mentioned that I, I think young men have a have a tough time of it because, you know, I, I know from being a young man that fucking hell, we never spoke about our feelings
1: like in the 90s, in the early 2000s. Like, I don't remember that. At all. Yeah, like nobody nobody I feel like it's only really come to light in the last sort of like five years or so. When I started leaving school, that's when I started hearing, you know, about these horror stories where people haven't had any support and they've gone to extreme lengths to finish what what they're feeling, essentially. Um But yeah. Well you know it is making me anxious. Editing this down to under ten minutes. <laughs> I'm anxious for you, mate. Honestly, that will be a couple therapy segment. Like, holy fuck, mate. People uh, watching this, I don't know if you watched the first, well, ho- I'm hoping you watched the first episode. Holy fuck, man. Like, don't start a podcast. Don't start a video. Start a podcast and make sure it's just audio because holy shit, man. It takes so much energy to craft what we're crafting. Like, uh, and that's no, not like blowing horns or no, man. Or anything, start, start a video
2: podcast. I'd encourage them to. challenge. Challenge yourself. Start a video podcast. I want to see some competition out there. Cut to... Can't hear you. Well, I I, I think I'll crack open a fresh one for this. Martin, couples therapy.
1: How can I help? All right, man, so this this really i have very strong views on this and i bet you i can't articulate them tonight but i have very strong views on this and uh, i do see it from both sides and i will we will address both sides but um, okay. there was something that that came up on facebook the other day uh, which reignited this this argument that i have most of the time when i'm in the pub with other creatives with other freelancers um, So I'm part of a lot of these groups online, uh, Scottish Filmmakers and Actors, Scottish Filmmaker Alliance, whatever, like just basically groups who are full of freelancers, um, creative freelancers. Um, These groups are great, I've used them in the past, great for networking, great for getting the occasional job but more importantly, like, you know, good to know what's happening in this scene. Um, particularly these days because, you know, if you don't know, if you're not part of these groups, you won't know what's what's happening. And spoiler alert, there's not that much happening. Um, but I had a notification the other day and some guy, I won't name, posted uh, an opportunity an opportunity, which usually, if it's not paid opportunities, it's an opportunity, and it is this, like, award-winning, he was like, oh yeah, we have this award-winning product project and uh, we're looking for a composer, it's like an hour-long whatever, some bullshit, and we're looking for a composer to, uh, you know, write the entire score like so it's not just one piece of music it's an entire fucking like score for this show or whatever the fuck it was um the point is it it should it's a lot of work it's a hell of a lot of work um and that composers should be getting paid for it so it kind of re-sparked this this whole thing and that is one um creatives are being taken advantage of and two creatives are Allowing themselves to be taken advantage of because nobody is putting their foot down and saying I'm worth more than this. You know exposure bucks aren't a thing. Exposure isn't gonna pay rent. Exposure isn't gonna pay bills But what about your what about your portfolio
2: though, Martin? Have you have you considered your portfolio and also the potential future projects the future projects that, that could come from from your involvement in this one? Have you considered that? It's a great opportunity.
1: And it's tricky. It's a tricky subject because I've done free work. I still do free work. If, if, if it's the right project, if A, I, I'm I invested in today. the project, I'm invested in the people, or if I'm going to get yep. something out of it that's, that's better than money in, 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 and you know, there's very few things that are better than money, but um, there's a lot of fulfillment that comes from certain Sex. jobs. And I get that. I totally get that. What'd you say? Sex text i don't know what sex is but it's been years
2: um i know but it's better than money you know that it's better than money because people pay for it
1: yeah that's that's very true that is very true like the argument is freelancers are underselling themselves and by doing that they are desaturating the market as a whole they are if they undersell themselves, the next person who is equally as talented, or if not more talented, has to undersell themselves to get the fucking job.
2: It's a it's a tough industry. So if you can't if you can't make um, if you can't bump up through connections, familial connections, because that's generally how it happens. Oh, you know, uncle, dad, mum, whoever it is, bumps you up. You've got a hard graft. You need to be talented, but talent doesn't get you everywhere. You need luck, and you need to fucking work hard. There's many different ways of carving out a creative career these days. There's there's not just the, the new media or the old media. There's the fucking do-it-yourself media, you know? Amen. Yeah, man. Go forth. Fucking break through that wall, right? Cut to... <clears throat> just listening to Martin take a piss. One of the joys... What do we think of Martin's background? I think he's done a good job. It's like he's uh, he's like, if Tarzan was a creative. Martin, Martin out of 10.
1: Blatant plug. Okay. So I, I've got a really, I've got a really cool blatant plug, right, and he doesn't know I'm doing this, but one of my good friends, his name is Ryan, Ralph Gerard, right? He's an actor. Is a double barrel name. He's one of those wine So, what Ryan does every year around Christmas is he, as an actor, uh, he is an elf in, in some of these, uh, you know, like shopping centre Santa things where you can have your awesome. kids go and see Santa. Yeah, so he, he does that. But obviously, this year that's not happening. And so, what he oh, has God. thought of um, is yeah. essentially Santa uh, video messages.
2: That is awesome.
1: I personally will be making sure Santa is doing some very—he's gonna be saying some obscene shit in my messages. Um, but uh, but yeah, I like check it. Out. If you got kids, it's such a wonderful gift to get. For a tenner, you can get a personalised message from Santa. Um, why not, eh? So that's my blatant plug. This is a good opportunity to crack open a little bit of whiskey. I think
2: to to celebrate what a <laughs> brilliant entrepreneurial and creative business yeah
1: it's it's super I love shit like that
2: um you're you're still on on the beer which I am too but yeah I'm gonna just it's just the 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 Christmassy spirit Um, now I don't mind people popping a little bit of uh, water in the whiskey Um, I do draw the line at at ice mainly because I've been shouted at enough by true Scottish so it's either like a tiny jorum of water or nothing um, but this like the bowmore is a so this is um, this is to, to basically toast that absolutely fantastic idea the link will be in the show notes at cut 2com we'll also put a link below. And listen, I say we I say we do a little shout out to that as well just separately because that is freaking awesome. So, pour yourself a drink, Martin. That's all right, I can wait. I'm in no rush.
1: Oh, fucking god's
2: sake. I can hear you, but that's only half the battle, people only half the battle let me take this opportunity to whilst you're keeping calm and saying g'day Innocent Gun right do loads of beer but their lager beer this one here one of the most beautiful cans I think you will ever find and the best lager you can drink in Scotland the cheapest place you can buy it is Iceland that's right Iceland, four pounds fifty for four. You can't even buy it direct from Innocent Gun as cheap, which was my first port of call. Uh, you know, fuck for other that. stores are available. So there we have it.
1: Well, Martin, I was just have you uh, running the, the
2: podcasts. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just, I was just, I was just basically the solo pitching. Show? Yeah, I was just I was just pitching the beer that I drank um, whilst whilst I waited for for you to get yourself a wee a wee short of what do you what do you got on the mix last
1: last time it was aftershock what do you got today well well in the name of uh, the Christmas spirit I have yet another aftershock <laughs> it's all I've got He's man I have tequila man. but I have tequila but it's not actually here check this shot glass so pretty sick you see it. Alright, you're gonna have to punch in. Oh yes, skull. Oh, no, I, I, I dig it.
2: Cheers. Here's to good health and happiness.
1: I hate cinnamon. Mm. Ah. Delicious.
2: I, I have such a, an amazing collection of whiskey, by the way, because... I get gifted it all the time. I think, I think people think he's Australian in Scotland. Let's get that man a bottle of whiskey. So I have a tremendous yeah. collection of whiskey. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool. We are actually drinking. And I noted that one of your mates was like, oh, the continuity was completely fucked because your pint glass went up and down. And that's only because <laughs> we're drinking it <laughs> and then filling yeah. it back up. And then drinking it and then filling it back up. Um, how many beers have you had
1: so far tonight? Like b- pre-show and during? Well, I didn't have any pre-show. That's the problem. So I'm on th- pint three and shot one. Oh, gosh. That's lightweight, you know, compared to normal. Pint three, which is, well, pint three is like four or five of those. I think I think this is my... This is my fifth.
2: <laughs> Martin, can I just say can I just say that my, my lovely wife has just hollered at me that
1: it's not cool to count the beers. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> well, it's if if not you're able cool. to count them then you've not drank enough.
2: I was doing it for the folks at home though. They they wanna know detail and I'm just I'm just you know, may, maybe that'll be something that we, we throw to the, the diehard fans on the bottom. Well we could, the, have, a, well, we could have
1: a counter in the bottom, like here. I mean
2: yeah that could be just embarrassing because have you seen the Always Sunny in Philadelphia the the James Boggs episode where they go like cross-country and they need to drink like 40 42 beers like on a flight no
0: we're making history Beer me baby
2: you're 40 beers back bitch just sit back and enjoy the show oh dude do you know the show Always Sunny in Philly?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen bits. I haven't really given it a chance because it just, like, I, I when I when I came across it, it was after I'd just finished Friends and nothing compared <laughs> to Friends. I'm <It>
2: sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, I'm not even going
0: to. Have you watched Friends?
1: Have I? But you have watched it, yes, right? I've... Do you think Always Sunny in Philadelphia is better? Yes. Yes, what? yes, 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 yes. I know, you're right. And
2: the next season of Always Sunny makes it history-making because it will be the longest-running comedy show of all time.
1: Yeah, longest-running doesn't mean it's fucking funny or good.
2: News flash, asshole!
1: It is. It is by far and away.
2: I have watched that show more than any other show in the existence of shows. It what season are they the on? Fucking pants off, Friends, fifteen,
1: I think. I knew it. Next season will be fifteen. I don't know, man. I I I I saw an episode where they have like some bar and then yep, that is the they, show. they have to they have to get oh is it is it actually said about i thought it was just that episode so it's in a bar and they have to make the bar busy so they like do all this i have contained my rage for as long as possible but i shall unleash
2: my fury upon you like the crashing of
1: a thousand waves i watched a couple other ones that one was like borderline funny but like the characters are shit i hope they all
0: die and then I hope they rape you in their basement for 10 years.
1: There's a guy with a mullet, and then there's a really short guy, it's just shit. If you say that one more time, I'm going to break up with you. And there's a couple chicks and they're like, yeah, shit. Mm. This is an open and shut case and anybody who can't see that mm. is a savage and an idiot. It's not Friends. <clears throat> friends is varied, it's awesome. It's, it was it was ahead of its time in terms of like a lot of... Inclusivity and a lot of diversity.
0: Could we be more white trash?
1: <laughs> I thought it was great. Friends is friends uh, is phenomenal. Uh, sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. Tell t- tell me more about the diversity
1: in Friends. Oh no, I mean none of the f- none of the friends are are un- anything other than white. But there are th- but where, like where, it was yeah. But talk talk a to lot me about the, the diversity though. Well, what, a lot of the, well, well, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. When when was Friends out? Friends was what nineties. This is Martin I'm right assuming now. we're cutting all this out. I'm assuming we're nope, cutting all this I'm, out. I'm
2: very much editing all of this <laughs> no. in.
1: No, 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 no.
2: Mate, mate, if there's any... The first episode of Always Sunny, they tackle racism and homosexuality in one episode. The pilot.
1: Yeah, so Friends did that like 10 years before. Oh. My. God. In what episode? I don't know, there was lots of like, episodes like that. We're definitely
0: cutting this out. <laughs> I have to say, I am not just hurt, I am insulted.
2: Let me say that you need to give more time and attention to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Start from the beginning, give it some time. Let's move on. Pick, pick up. me up. I don't have a pick me up, thing. I have. Have you ever heard of... Wrexham Football Club. W. Rex. R E X H A M. Wrexham. Rexham. I, I have because. On
1: you go. <laughs> Ryan Goz, No, what's his name? Fucking, what's the actor? He's gone and bought
0: it. Not sure what to get your special someone this holiday. Tired of them opening the same old scarf or sweater? Try. Ivor Williams. Trailers. Evor Williams Trailers has been Britain's leading trailer manufacturer for over 60 years. Nothing says I'm thinking about you and your horse like Evor Williams Trailer. Tiltbed, beaver tail, tipper, horse box, livestock, you name it. So if you're looking to really wow them this year and you own livestock, visit Evor Williams. Why are Rob and I pitching a Northwalian trailer manufacturer? Well, because we just became owners of Wrexham Association Football Club, and they're our team sponsor. You may have never heard of Wrexham, the Racecourse Ground, or Ivor Williams, but you will. So to the Wrexham Supporters Trust, thank you for your faith and trust in us. We are humbled and we're already getting to work.
1: So new owners introducing themselves to the prospective new fans, not telling them what vision they have for the club, but advertising horse boxes. This is what's wrong with these kind of owners of all clubs today. They have no interest in hashtag football. So whiny. They have been the sponsors of the football club
2: for like forever. So they thought that that would be like, because like, look at who they are. My wife constantly says that that's my man crush. Because I think Ryan Reynolds is fucking awesome. Even before everyone else thought he was fucking awesome. Um, I think this is... Exactly, before people thought he was cool. (laughs) Um, But this was like, I just couldn't believe this news. This dropped like a few days ago. Um, I think it's incredible. I think it's money well spent. I think those guys really care about people and about things that don't matter to what people like that you would assume they care about. I think they are really genuine folk, Um, creative, funny, genuine. I think they actually care. And I love that they've put their money into a club that probably needs that kind of support. And they're supporting the, the company that supports the football club. Right? Like, yeah. how, how, what better way to support the the football club than to support the company that supports the football club? And so yeah, that's that's my good news. I think it's great news. You know, I, I had no idea about this football club, but I'm a supporter of them now.
1: Wrexham <laughs> Re- third I die.
2: Is that how you pronounce it? So Rex- Wrexham? We- Wrexham. I'm pretty sure it's Wrexham. Shall we raise? Shall we raise an aftershock and uh, and a bow more to? uh, Oh, you're done with aftershock. Oh, (laughs) another one. Yeah, go on. I've 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 got another beer in there. You've got another beer. We might need to do an extended episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we may have to do. uh... Do you know what would be quite funny? see if you give me another day I could probably figure out the ones I've missed and we could just fucking shoot them in different clothes like we could cut between two episodes like bonus round or some shit like that
2: I'm I'm assuming that that's a a different bottle of Aftershock than the one you were drinking last
1: week no it's the same one uh, you oh, say that,
2: You're just you're just embarrassed about the amount of aftershock that you drink on a, on an afternoon.
1: <laughs> Mate, lockdown. I don't even I do not even know where this came from. It was just uh-huh. in my yeah. cabinet where I have liquor. Of course it
0: was. My oh, liquor course. cabinet.
1: Of Mate, I've never bought this in my life. My liquor cabinet. No one calls a
2: liquor cabinet a liquor cabinet that has aftershock yeah, in my it. My
1: friend my friend Joe <laughs> calls it a liquor cabinet. He's from Charleston. Your South Carolina. To, cheer,
2: well, here's, here's
1: to Joe and Joe's liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Son Hope you're tomorrow. doing well Son over tomorrow. there in Estonia. <laughs> Hope you're finding work. Cheers. Right.
2: Anyone that's stuck around to to this length of time, I can confirm that this is my seventh beer. Which is not great. Not great. Especially with my ambition to to get these pecs, these summer pecs in order. Good thing is we're going into winter. If we were going into summer, I would be fucked for that as an ambition. <laughs> but I've got all of winter. I've got all of winter. There's December to come. January, February? February's generally the worst. March? I mean ap- nothing happens in April in terms of weather. May? I mean, really May's the first month where shit actually starts looking up, then June, by June... (laughs) I'm gonna be looking sweet by June. Here's to that. Here's to June. 2021. Here's to Pex.